Hello and welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Doan, and today we're going to be talking about customer service and ownership. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this week, well last week by the time you've heard this, I was quite ill this week, so I was supposed to be on a course Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, I attended about the first two hours of the course on Tuesday and then was feeling really ill, so I went back to the hotel I was staying at and had to lie down for the rest of the afternoon. I managed to uh, fall down the stairs later on that afternoon in the hotel and um, the lady who picked me up, the uh, elderly lady who helped pick me up, must have thought I was drunk because I was just all over the shop, so I really wasn't feel great. And then when I went down for dinner later on, I fell asleep between my starter and my main meal as well. So the reason why I wanted to talk about this is it's important to take ownership of these problems. So I actually made the decision because I was quite ill. I didn't run the half marathon this weekend and I I, I was really kind of in two minds about this and I could have probably done the half marathon. It w- wouldn't have been a great time, but I probably could have done it and finished it. But it probably would have led to further problems. I'd have probably exhausted myself and, you know, it would have taken a lot longer for recovery. So I think it's really important to kind of take ownership of problems because it's really easy to say, oh, um, I couldn't do it because of an injury or I couldn't do it because of this. And it actually sometimes the right thing to do is not to do it and take that time to recover. And, you know, we're quite often told that we've, we've got to do things and we've got to keep going. And actually, sometimes the right decision. So you've got to take ownership of that, because if I'd have done that run and then been ill afterwards or taken an extended period of time to recover, as opposed to um, the couple of days it took me to recover, then, you know, it would have been a longer period of suffering for me. And actually, it probably would have taken a couple of weeks to get right instead of a couple of days. So you've got to analyse the situation and do the right thing and take ownership of doing the right thing. Because like I said, I could have easily got up and done that run. Well, maybe not quite so easily, but I could have gone and done that run, but I would have suffered as a result of it. So take ownership of those things. Anything like your health, you know, it's just as important. You know, we've mentioned it a couple of times on the podcast, your health and family and things like that, just as important as your business and your work. So it's really important to take ownership of all aspects of your life, and not just the business elements of it. So I wanted to talk about customer service today because I had a couple of examples this week where customer service wasn't great. So on Thursday, I drove a significant distance from my where I live to go and view some properties. So I'd heard about these properties. They looked really good. They were the kind of thing I was after. And I went up to view them. And um, so this was the day after the course. So again, I'd booked a hotel. But because I hadn't done the course, because I was feeling ill, I just drove up nice and slowly the day before, got to my hotel, had another another afternoon nap, um, because I still wasn't feeling great. um, So that helped me feel better. And then the next day, I went to view these properties. Now, the guy who was showing me around the properties was the uh, vendor's agent. Um, he's selling a portfolio a large portfolio of houses so yeah we were going to see a number of the properties and the agent had actually driven further than I had driven the day before that morning to come up and show me the properties because he didn't live locally he lived he lived a long way away so he didn't have the luxury of staying up there the night before like I did he drove up that morning and then he drove back straight afterwards but the thing was he got there uh, we, we went to uh, view a couple of the properties and as soon as we got to the first property, he said, oh, 
by the way, I've forgotten the keys, so we can't see the inside of the properties. So, you know, at this point, I'm hours away from home. He's out. He's even further. He's hours and hours away from his home. He's not got the keys to any of the properties that we were due to see. There are six or seven properties we were due to see. So all we can do at this point is kind of look at the outside of the properties, which isn't much more than you can do from Google Earth. He could have just given me the postcodes and the numbers, house numbers, and I could have viewed them on Google Earth and got the same information that I got from being there. You know, it's always useful to be on the streets and see what a place is like, but I actually lost... It was a wasted day, essentially, because I have now have to go back again to get inside the properties. So why, if you're an agent, would you come without the keys to the property? Surely that's the first thing you would check that you had when you were leaving to make sure you had the keys to the property so you can take um, whoever into the property and show them around. Um, it's a really key part of that job. So what are the key parts of your job that you're forgetting? Are there any? And if there are, what can you do to help yourself out and help resolve those issues? Because it's about providing that service, right? So although it was okay, we went around and viewed the outside of the properties and he kind of chatted and he showed me the pictures of the inside of the properties. It's very hard to kind of consolidate what you think you know about that property from the pictures and what you've seen on the outside. So like I say, it's about that customer service and delivering what the customer expects you to deliver. So what is the customer expecting you to deliver at your business, whatever your business is, whether that's property business, you know, your tenants expecting a well-maintained property, are they expecting a, a cheaper property, are they expecting a property with loads of local amenities, what are they expecting and are you meeting those um, expectations? Have you got other businesses? What what are your other businesses doing and what are your customers expecting in your business? You know, if you're a personal trainer, is your customer expecting to lose weight, gain muscle? Um, there's probably a whole host of other things. Are they expecting to kind of learn about nutrition and their diet, etc.? Are, are you delivering the, on those expectations? Because I think it's worth a regular check-in once a quarter maybe to make sure that your customers are being treated as they would expect to be treated you know almost mystery shop yourself to a certain extent and think right if I was a customer going through this process what would I think of the process how would I improve it how would I speed it up how would I make it better those kinds of things are all worth asking so that was the property example I had another example of a bad customer service this week as well so my parents were visiting from France it was a flying visit. They were only here for the weekend, a couple of days. On the second day, just before they were due, uh, they wanted to go and pick some um, stuff up from Tesco. So we went down to Tesco's. They got whatever it was they needed. And then they were due to get back in the car and drive down to the ferry port. But they thought, right, let's have something to eat before before we head off. So, well, we're in Tesco, so let's go to the Tesco's cafe just because um, it's nice and convenient. I've not eaten in a Tesco cafe for bloody years, but it was worth... Um, worth doing because it was so so just easy we were there and we were we were looking to save some time from traveling somewhere else so we did the shopping finished up the shopping got everything in the car i got back and went to the uh, cafe in there and the cafe there uh, we so we were waiting for a few minutes to be served which was fine gave us a chance to look at the menus and whatnot the lady in front of us had been uh, waiting for some time before somebody came and spoke to her and she was waiting to she was with a young lad 
young lad had picked out kind of a cake that he wanted from the counter. So she was waiting to be served. And then she was waiting a couple of minutes. The person at the checkout kind of finished serving the tail, saw that she was waiting and she went off and then did something else for a little while and then came back, saw that she was still waiting. So came up and said, you know, what can we do for you? And she said, um, you know, I just want a piece of cake. And she goes, oh, that's self-service. You can help yourself to that. And actually, she'd seen her waiting at least two or three minutes beforehand. And she could have told her that before because it wasn't immediately clear that it was self-service. So she had been waiting for some time. So then she was apologetic to us because obviously we were waiting behind us, uh, behind her, which, of course, wasn't a problem. So that was okay. When it came to our turn, my dad ordered his food. He wanted an all-day breakfast, which was fine. So he ordered that and he was told, oh, they've not got any hash browns, so they, but they'd replaced the item with something else. So I think he chose an extra rasher of bacon or something. You know, at this point in my mind, I'm thinking, well, we're in Tesco's. How can you run out of hash browns? Um, I'm sure I could go and lay my hands on about 20 bags of hash browns in the frozen section. But OK, fair enough. And then my um, mum ordered, I think my mum ordered a fish finger wrap or something along those lines, some kind of wrap. And um, we got told they couldn't do that um, because they were cleaning the wrap machine. So I asked, well, my dad went and found out what my mum wanted because my mum had gone and sat down to save the table. My dad went to check what she wanted instead. So I ordered a jacket potato. They couldn't do a jacket potato because they were cleaning the ovens. So tried to order some southern fried chicken and they couldn't do that because they were cleaning the deep fat fryer as well so and this was all kind of at lunchtime just late lunchtime to be fair because um i think it was about one o'clock something like that because my parents were just about to fire back down to um, portsmouth to get back on the ferry so they were looking to get off so my mum my dad came back and I can't remember what the last option was that my mum wanted. And they said they couldn't do that either for, for whatever reason it was. So they actually couldn't do a significant portion of their menu. So we decided that we would would go somewhere else in the end. But it was such an easy sale for them. You know, they'd have sold three meals, three drinks. My mum's partial to a bit of pudding, so we probably would have sold pudding as well. You know, a piece of cake I like pudding as well. So maybe I would have had cake. So... It was an easy sale that they lost because they weren't able to deliver what the customer expected. So it was a really bizarre scenario where they were cleaning a lot of stuff at one go and they didn't have certain products. So really, at this point, they're not really functioning. All they could do, I think, was kind of a cooked breakfast without the hash browns. So not much choice there at a lunchtime time of day so a really bizarre customer experience so we went and and ate somewhere else in the end which turned out okay um, and my parents got off on time and managed to get their ferry still so that wasn't too much of a problem but it was just a bit of extra hassle so the likelihood of us going back and eating in there again is pretty slim well actually it's non-existent isn't it we're not going to go back we're not even going to attempt to try and go and eat in there after a bad experience like that so what can you do to make sure that you're not delivering those customer experiences is it make sure you're maintaining your customer's property is it if you're in another business what are you running out of whether it's time and energy you know because it might not be a physical product maybe it's an information product you provide or maybe it's a service that you provide rather than a physical product 
What are you running out of that makes the customer annoyed? What is being done slowly that's winding the customer up? You know, have you got, is your process overly long? Can you streamline your process so the customer doesn't actually have to jump through so many hoops to make a purchase? You know, some websites that you go on are just so badly designed that it's actually quite difficult to buy something from the website you really want to make sure that that's not your website um, that your product is really easily accessible and like i said whether that's a physical product whether you own your own store or whether you're selling stuff as part of a service so if you've got a kind of a fitness business if you're a personal trainer you're selling um, foam rollers nutrition plans that kind of thing other fitness plans as well at the same time are those easily accessible do you take those with you to your clients so if they want them that you've got them on hand are they easily accessible if you're selling information products online or any products online can people click through your website nice and easy is the purchase process nice and simple is the um, you know there's not so many checks in there or so many pages that they've got to click through or so many upsells that, that it's nice and easy for them to actually buy the product that they want to buy is it clear where they go to on your website to get certain products is it uh, the product easily categorized for example so have you got books that you sell other products that you sell merchandise that type of thing is easy is it easily categorizable so that it just makes it life easy for the customer in terms of being able to find that product and then actually being able to acquire that product if it's an information product maybe you're selling a training course or a, um, you know an online info course maybe it's delivered by videos or maybe there's some videos and some um, an ebook or something that goes with that when somebody buys it is it delivered to them in an easy fashion that they can access it as quickly as possible. You don't want somebody to be waiting hours and hours and hours for something to be delivered to them, especially if it's an information product. So is your process set up so as soon as they've paid for it, it's delivered into their inbox or to their social media accounts or however it is that you're serving that up to the customer? Is it going to them straight away? Once it gets to them straight away, is it in a format that they can access easily? They don't have to unzip files and that kind of thing. Can they just go onto your website? Maybe it's a link that you send them and it's uh, to a special area of your website and they just put in a username and password, for example, and then they can access all the videos and maybe ebooks and whatever else it is that they've bought from you. Or is it an ebook that you send to them in a file? Is it easily downloadable? It's not going to take hours and hours to download it because it's in such a uh, bizarre format make sure that it's just as straightforward and as simple as possible for people to access those products because that's going to increase their customer experience and increase their intent retention rates and make sure that they buy from you again and again each step in the process that adds difficulty or pain to the customer is a step where you'll have the possibility of losing either that custom right there and then or future custom from that same customer. So it's really worth thinking about your sales process. Like I say, whatever business you're in, whether that's property or otherwise, it's really important to look at that sales process and make sure it's streamlined and as efficient as possible for yourself and for the customer because that's really going to increase your customer retention and your customer loyalty. I'm sure that you can think of examples from uh, recent life in your world of bad customer service. That's really what we want to avoid having in our businesses is people going away and having those and telling other people about those bad customer service experiences. 
So let's try and improve that. I went out for a meal on Saturday with my parents and the day before they left into a little local pub. It's always busy in there, so I had to reserve a table. And I've not been in there for a couple of years, actually. But it was uh, we went in, kind of an oldie-worldie pub, quite quite nice. Some really good food that they served up in there. Um, the service was fantastic. They were really attentive to us. They kind of came, made sure everything was all right a couple of times, but kind of unobtrusively, um, which is really nice and important. Um, they came and got our orders and things um, really quickly, so we weren't kind of hanging around, waiting for people like you can be sometimes in restaurants. Sometimes the service can be a wee bit slow. But, you know, everything just went right from, you know, ordering our drinks straight up to getting the meals on time and the sensible time frame. And again, we kind of had a three course meal, which was really nice. And um, yeah, so when the customer experience is really good, you're going to go back time and time again. So I am definitely going to go back to that pub. Actually, it was called the House in the Tree, just outside of Cheltenham house in the tree so it was a really good restaurant so i recommend it to anybody who's in that area i think it's really worth when you do get a really good customer service like that it's worth utilizing that and kind of going back and making sure you're making the most of that because not everywhere is like that you know i've certainly been in restaurants where the service has been slow the food's kind of been adequate or subpar not been overly great but it makes it more special when you do find somewhere that does do that customer service and does deliver what you're expecting as a customer. It makes me want to use them time and time again anyway. So hopefully you will, when you find somewhere that has that good customer service, and hopefully your customers will use you time and time again because they love your customer service. So Hopefully that's helped. We've talked a little bit about ownership and taking ownership of every aspect of your life there and whether that's your health, your family, your business, you know, it's equally important to take ownership of your health and your family life as well. Um, You know, I'm certainly guilty of spending a lot of my time focused on business and work. And I think although that's important, you know, it's got to be balanced. And uh, if without the other stuff, that the, there's no point in doing the business and the, and the work stuff. So I think it's really important to find that balance and take ownership. So my kind of personal challenge is not doing so much because, uh, like I say, my problem is I actually enjoy business I enjoy working so it's no bother to me to work late every night because I really enjoy the process so I'm in it and I'm doing it and that doesn't bother me and I can kind of lose hours you know I can sit down and start working thinking I'll just do half an hour and then three hours later you know it's one o'clock in the morning and um, I'm, I'm missing out on sleep that I desperately need and other stuff you know I do a lot of running I talk about my running and my exercising a lot on this podcast I do a lot of running obviously for training for my marathons and other runs so again I really enjoy that so you know I might go out for an hour's run and think nothing of it because I really enjoy it but I need to be able to give my body that breathing space to recover and you've got to find what that breathing space is for you so maybe it's not running that you love maybe it's something else but what do you need to take a break from to make sure that your body and your health is given the time that it needs to recover adequately and maybe it's your business, the same same as it is for me. Maybe you need to take a little bit of time off away from doing that and consciously make the time to do the other stuff. That's going to really help you out. We also talked about kind of customer service and what good customer service looks like, what bad customer service looks like. Um, let's spend the next few days analysing the customer service that your customer gets from you in your business 
have a look at if there's anything that you can improve to improve the customer service. Can you streamline your sales process? Are the products that the customers are ordering from you, whether they are physical or informational, are they being provided and served up to the customer in an appropriate fashion um, that's easily accessible? Um, Have a think about that and hopefully that'll help with your business as well. So that's all I'm going to talk about today. Uh, Hopefully that's helped. If you've got any questions specific to the customer service in your business or in your service area, drop us a message and let us know and maybe we can answer it on the podcast at a future date. And yeah, hopefully that's helped. See you all next week.